Another win. Oh, how boring. Stephen Naismith, Manager of the Month. Why is everybody still moaning? My name is Jarvie and I am joined this week by Paddy, Simon and Hammy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. No camera in this week. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> they want to talk sense. <laughs> Fence-sitting bastard. Um, first of all then, the, your weekly hearts monitor. Or is it heart monitor? I'm just putting on an extra S. Who are you, the announcer? Hearts monitor. Hearts monitor, yeah. But wait, wait. Go, Paddy, go on. I just said boo. <laughs> <laughs> Were you not 10 last week? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, on, I'm an 11, aye. Paddy, you can't even remember if you're a, a heel or a baby face. Come on, <laughs> keep it kayfabe. Uh, Simon, m- manager of the month, four wins in a row or, or some something. Mm, I, I'd say like a, a six. Mm-hmm. Clear, humming. Um. Yeah. I'm. I think I said six last time, so I'm gonna go six point five. Oh, it's yeah. it's creeping up. I'm not being exactly yeah. enamoured with the performances, but wins are wins, especially away. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Naismith gave you a wee half inch or I mean half point. That's why he's getting the other six. <laughs> Way. Um yeah, Stephen Naismith has been named manager of the month for November. Um after an unbeaten dramatic run run against the mighty Livingston, Motherwell, St. Johnston, as well as being Kilmarnock there on the second of December. Now, the whole thing just doesn't feel real to me. It feels like a psyop. Like government propaganda. This, these are our easy games. I'm pretty sure all those teams are bottom six right now. Oh, and right. then going into the month of December, I don't think we play a team in the league outside of the bottom six. Hey, wait a minute, Aberdeen. Whoa. Oh, Aberdeen! <laughs> we're, we're, but we're really good at Pataudry as well, so that's yeah. fine. No, fuck. Yeah, come on to that. Um, aye, it's, it's literally every relegation candidate in a row we've just been through. But um, you've got to win the games like it was. Yeah, yeah. You do. And I, I do want it to work out for Naismith, but again, I, I do just feel like you're seeing Naismith. If this if this car was a Ferrari, you'd be seeing <laughs> Naismith driving it as fast, or he'd be driving it as well as he could right now, and it wouldn't look very good. What? <laughs> I have no idea. What? I am so tired. <laughs> <laughs> This is hearts we're talking about. So if we're comparing it to cars, it's like a Morris Minor or something like that. They're fucking Ferrari. Yeah. Aye. Nissan Micra. <laughs> Aye. Um, but yeah, man, manager of the month. Um, credit where it's due. Had, had to win those games and he's turned it around now. He'll be manager until the end of the season now. He's <laughs> 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 bought himself a lot of time. Um, Hammy, you have a, a belt out of a question for us earlier on. Did that? 
<laughs> you asked us about uh, is Naismith better or not then? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I actually did a wee bit of digging into this. And you know the last time Nielsen got manager of the month was last January and he was gone by April. So, that shows you how bad it was. Yeah. I, I don't know. I sort of see that in a, a bit of jest. But at the same time, you know, it's... It all seems very similar to Nielsen's time. You haven't, you haven't said the question yet. Is is Naismith better than Nielsen? Yes. I don't think he is, no. I'd, I'm yet to see much difference, to be fair. Um, yeah. I think Nielsen could be doing exactly what um, Naismith is currently doing. But I would rather have Naismith than Nielsen because the potential for him to improve is uh, is much bigger. Aye. That's fair. That's a good point, Simon. You never really think about managers in that perspective. You see footballers get better as seasons go on, and maybe that's the that can be the case for managers too. Yep. Get around you, Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Naismith, he just doesn't have that quite that backing, but does he? You know what I mean. But I don't think the Hearts fans would back anyone, and I mean that. You could have. Mika Lunas in the dugout, Fisias, I don't know, Rudy Scat. <laughs> Rudy Scatcho would probably get back to the hills. But, you know, there is a very small amount of people associated with the club that would just get a full backing from the heart support because we just fucking hate everyone. That's our culture. Managing any football team at any level must be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you think even An- Ancelotti's been sacked from a lot of football teams... It's just part of the game, eh? I think the continent see it very different from us. They sort of see it as part of the learning process and just part of the career that some managers won't fit some clubs. Whereas in the UK, it seems to be, oh, if you get fired, that's like really, really bad for you. Hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Simon, you mentioned earlier in the um, the ever-busy group chat about, in fact, it was, it was a DM about the Shanklin goals. Ah. And I had no idea where we were at. So how do we look? And I've not listened back, but I'm sure the betting line we set was 17 league goals. I don't remember. I, I said 18 is like a, a what I thought it was, but I mm-hmm. honestly have no clue. But 17 or 18 goals on the season. I, I'm the over. Simon's the, the under for anyone that wasn't listening last year. And it's £5 a goal. We need to actually figure out the betting line. Well, I, th- I, I think he's on six as well, so about a third of the way through the season. We might be yeah. just cutting evens again. Well, yeah, I actually gave so you like 40 quid. <laughs> yeah, he is indeed on six goals at the moment. One behind the top scorers in the league, um, which doesn't actually have a striker between them. Seven goals each for Matt O'Reilly, Tavernier, uh, Sima at Rangers. He's a, a bit of a striker, I suppose. And uh, David Turnbull have all got seven goals each. Rangers have had seven penalties this season. <laughs> Way. <laughs> um, and he, he should have he should have had a seven for the weekend. Bloody SFA, that was definitely a goal, not an own goal. <laughs> that was definitely. <laughs> um, and with Shank, it wasn't a goal, but another good performance from Shanklin. He was arguably our best player on the pitch again against Kilmarnock. There's uh, there's just constant talk of Shanklin now. Will he be on the plane to Germany? Will he even be in the first team in Germany? It's uh, it's also exciting. Well, we'll He's be- not going. 
Oh, he will therefore be on the plane to Germany. <laughs> but hopefully this, who knows if he'll be at Hearts come February, but hopefully this really puts uh, fire in his belly and he goes on and scores like 20 league goals this season. It's a great motivational, you know, like, mm-hmm. he must know that he's, he's got a chance to fire himself in. I, I think mm-hmm. like, Maybe like Simon and what Cameron was saying last week, I would have him in this squad 100%. I would even question starting him at times, but I just know Steve Clark, Steve Clark won't. So it's a shame. But mm-hmm. if he keeps scoring, just fucking do it. Exactly. Che Adams is uh, not exactly doing great at Southampton. London Dykes, you know. These players, they're only an injury away and suddenly one one door closes and another one opens. Eh? Yeah, exactly. We yeah. shall see. And talking of planes to Germany, we're all going. <laughs> Multiple planes. Uh, loads of planes stopping off, going to, to Germany via Italy. Um, <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Uh, I stop in Italy on the way there, yeah. Um, and now we, we managed to book ourselves the only four-night period during the group stages where Scotland aren't actually playing. <laughs> a 23-1 chance that we would get that ball that we'd been miss it, and it fucking happened. Like, Unreal. Shocking. So frantic uh, additional nights and additional flights and all that. Um, good fun. Uh, thank you, Hammy. It was yeah. other people as well, but... Quality. Couldn't do it. I wouldn't even I would have just be like, nah, I'm just gonna have to watch it in this. Don't know. It <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come around, put some pies in the oven half time. I did there was like one moment where it was like a five hour layover in London or something and a mm. six AM flight and I was just like, nah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna hammer for four nights. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Right. Um and yeah, in Scotland's fate. Um, has been found. We've got Germany, the opening game of the ceremony. I, I know it's not ideal for our, uh, our travel arrangements, but what a fucking opportunity that is. Uh, what an experience that will be. Easy win. I get the pump. <laughs> Three points to start the tournament. <laughs> Everyone's watching. Steve Clark special. <laughs> I mean, Germany will be just slight favourites, probably. Like... <laughs> Oh, they're gonna fucking batter us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everyone's saying this Germany team's like awful and this is the worst they've ever been. They're still like sixteenth in the world. Yeah, I don't know. Scotland. Scotland like thirty odd something. No for long. We'll be coming. <laughs> <laughs> um and we got Switzerland from pot three. Who is from pot two? Hungry. Yeah, sorry, pot Hungary. Nah, I just had my dinner. Oh, hey. Hey. Lads, 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 lads. The, the new motherwell going continental with patter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the group's winnable. <laughs> the group's winnable. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, some transfer news. There's been some uh, some some sources, some uh, stood pigeons around Gorgie have told us that there's a uh, potential that Joe Nubley is signing a pre-contract with the Jam Tarts at the turn of the year, which has left you fuming because you don't think he's very good at football. No, we don't. Well, we know he's not very good at football. You don't think he's good at football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what he does 
well, and I think it's still not very good. <laughs> he's a big buddy. He's not a huddy. You're a he huddy. He's a fucking Two huddy. Two goals and zero assists in the That's whole the time he's been at Livy. He's been playing for a bunch of fucking part-timers. David Martindale fix up the stadium <laughs> in the evenings and that. See him at a proper football club. If the rumours are true, I'll 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 welcome him. One day he'll be our manager as well, and I won't back him. <laughs> I'll back him. This is to replace Shanklin. <laughs> well, yeah, Shanklin's definitely not going to be a Hearts next season. Nope. <laughs> no, after this play of the tournament at the Euros, there's not a chance we'll keep holding after that. <laughs> Top goal scorer. We uh, we transfer to I in Europe somewhere. Uh, in other news, it seems that there's going to be a new feature in football with these orange cards oh. for 10-minute sin bins like they've got in rugby. But surely we'll need to find a neutral colour in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> what are our thoughts on this? Uh, Imagine Celtic Park booing an orange card for being orange. Do they have orange stuff about them at all? <laughs> like what? The, the Irish flag. Got orange in it. Thanks. Just finally on the news, um, the, the Hearts Hibs Derby Easter Road loyalty points is at seventy, um, which we, we don't understand how people get loyalty points anymore. <laughs> now, somebody on Twitter complaining because they've got one hundred and thirty loyalty points. And that people only 70 are getting them. How on earth do you get up to that nowadays? How much is an away game? Five? I think it depends on, on the game. Yeah, Aberdeen and Ross County are five. The other ones are just like point though. So I think some can be two, but that is crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Me and me and Cameron and us diehards that follow hearts everywhere. Then we went to Dundee away. We got a point each for that. <laughs> I should have really got a full refund on my season ticket for going there. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> um, bye. That's all the news this week. Not not too much and just a week in between podcasts for once. There you go. Um, so, Simon. Simon says. It's actually starting to take effect where I'm thinking, have I done this player before? But, <laughs> um, we'll find it. So, Simon's game. Five players. Five clues for each player. You guess on the first clue, you get five points. You guess on the last clue, you get one point and all in between. Player number one, clue number one. I was born in Kent in 1992. Where's that? (laughs) (laughs) Clue number two. I came through the St. Ives Town Academy. And I've made 39 international appearances, scoring six goals. What? Okay, clue number three. I made my first international appearance for Northern Ireland in 2016. Paddy. Despite having only ever been to the country to play a friendly with Peterborough. Paddy. I've got got it wrong, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Clue number four for two points. Okay, cool. You can get number three. Is it Connor Washington? Correct. Yeah. Three points. He's got that many caps for his country. 39, aye. 
Um, clue number four was after leaving Hearts, Jarvis said that I would absolutely bang them in in the championship to <laughs> to League One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but remember, he did score 15 goals that season before they got relegated. <laughs> I scored the third goal, uh, clue number five, sorry. I scored the third goal at Easter Road in a 3-1 battering of Hibs despite us getting relegated that year. Wait. Player number two, clue number one. I was born in Dublin in 1986. Paddy. Okay, go. Is it Glenn Whelan? It's not Glenn Whelan. Damn it. Right, bad man is it. Clue number two. I came through the Cherry Orchard stroke University of Dublin Academy making nine appearances, scoring zero goals. Why do these teams have academies? So these are both... um, Irish academies, I'm guessing, in, in and around Dublin. Do you not know about the university set up of sport <laughs> around Ireland? <laughs> okay, clue number three. Despite being at Hearts for three years, I only made a total of 27 appearances, scoring only two goals. One of my goals was in the defeat at home to Burka Cara. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. <sighs> Irish. Amy. Okay, clue number three says for three points, Amy. Is it uh, Connor Salmon? It's Connor Salmon. Oh. Amy, you're the first to crack 50. You're now on 52 points. Yeah, so clue number four was I famously received a pizza for winning a Man of the Match award for Partick Thistle and looked absolutely <laughs> buzzing about it. And clue number five was I have the boldest head. <laughs> Player number four. No, player number three, clue number one. I was born in Heighton, which is in England, in 1994. Oh. oh. It could be anyone. It Paddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> An English player born in 94. Right, let's go, Paddy. Oh, is it? I'm trying to think the theme. The theme's Irish, but was it A.D. White? Incorrect. Oh, 94 away. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number definitely two. younger than us. Probably. I came through the Tranmere Rovers Academy and have made zero international appearances. Tranmere. Okay. Clue number three. I moved from the National League to Hearts, surprisingly scoring zero goals in fifteen appearances. Oh, it's that cunt. <laughs> Missed an open goal. Did they know? <laughs> He didn't have a great time, I. Missed an open goal. Fuck, I cannot think. I'm sure it was the guy who missed an open goal on my birthday and ruined it for me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Clue number four. This might help, this might not. I called Ian Cathro shite and Craig Levine called me shite. <laughs> <laughs> that could be anyone. <laughs> right, clue number five. Fingers on buzzers if you're paying attention. This is one point, free one point. I famously blackfaced as Mr. T whilst playing for Hearts. He's Hammy Cole Stockton. Oh, Cole Stockton. Yeah. <laughs> I get him mixed. I basically picture him and Connor Washington as the same person. Okay. <laughs> Player number four. Clue number three. I was born in Coat Bridge in 1993. Oh, that is just outside Glasgow. I know it okay. well. Clue number two. I came through the Airdrie Academy. I've made one international appearance, scoring no goals. Think I might know what you know. Hammy. Okay, Hammy. Uh, 
Gavin Riley. Go for it. Incorrect. Right, uh, chance I'll to take, make up ground. I'll Even take a punt here. Right, so this is for four points. Oh, no, wait, no. But, no, 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 I don't. I got it. Yeah. Next right, clue number three. I joined on loan from Charlton, scoring one goal in 17 appearances before the deal was mutually cancelled. Oh. Came through it. Came through where again? He's born in Cope. Cope Bridge came through Airdrie. And he was on loan to us from Charlton. Okay, clue number four. I was signed by Robbie Nielsen alongside legends stuck, such as Ali Mozturk and Piardo, who then boosted and left me with Ian Cathro. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Right, fingers on buzzers. Clue number five. My most famous moment was scoring for Celtic to beat Barcelona. Oh, Jarvie. Yeah. Tony Watt. Tony Watt. One uh... point. Uh... <clears throat> That was a right. sneaky one. Last player. Clue number one. I was born in Amsterdam in 1990. Oh. Right. I oh. came through the Ajax youth system and I've made zero international appearances. Oh, I know who it is, but I can't remember his name. Paddy. Uh, um... Paddy. For four points. Put... We've got a first name. Bigger Gennaro Zifuk is correct, Paddy. Four points. That's your first points in ages. <laughs> cool. So the clue number three was my goal scoring record for Hearts was 12 and 15. Pretty Take good. I famously scored a three-minute hat-trick at Cowden Beef, and the first and the third goal were actually penalties, so a lot of that time was just spent waiting about. <laughs> And clue number five, I scored two goals in the last eight minutes against Rangers to secure the 2015 championship. Gennaro Zifuk. So mm. that leaves us with Paddy at the bottom on 28, second bottom Cameron 43, second Jarvie 46 and tops Hammy on 53. Decent. Right, the theme was shite strikers and then I tried to trick you with a good striker in the last one. But Zifuk, nice. I never even caught on to that once. That they were all strikers. <laughs> I just kept thinking about Ireland. I was waiting for an Irish, <laughs> like an Irish coffee throughout the whole round. A wee sneaky whiskey. A wee whiskey at the end. Good stuff. Um, we we played Kilmarnock at the weekend, um, and we we almost won this game without a shot on target. <laughs> if, you, if you remember, the last time that happened was when we played away to Dundee in that thick smog. In mind, Jamie Walker scored and off the post. Oh yeah, really late on. And we won't won that game with zero shots on target. It's very harsh. Um, bye. The Simon, do you want to tell us how we lined up going into this one? We had uh, pretty much the same way we set up against St. Johnston the other week. Xander Clark and goal. A sort of fluid back three stroke five of Kingsley, Kent, Rose, Cochrane and Oda down the flanks. In the middle, Noonhoff. Beningame, Grant, and up front was Boyce and Shanklin. Mm -hmm. And um, predictions were right. Oda did get chucked in the team, and with our current setup, it means he's having to play right wing back. Yeah, he works hard enough. I don't know if defensively he's on the ball, but when you've got five at the back, you can just have him <laughs> press. Yeah. 
it's fair enough. Got to, got to chuck, uh, freshen up some bodies through December somehow. Eh? Yeah, why not? And I was I was very tempted to chuck a fair wad of cash on this game being under two point five goals with the bookies, and I wish I did because there was never going to be <laughs> no. more than a goal. We're lucky there was even a goal. But to be fair, come on, it had their own chances. Like, um, I've I've got a note of all your kind of key moments here, and I think it kind of starts off with the goal, considering how early it came. Um, Shanklin got on the end of a kind of lovely first touch through ball from Boyce. Yeah, um, kind of trundled on and found himself just wide of the goals, smashed it in towards the box. He definitely wasn't shooting, and the, the keepers just fucked that up. Is that say? So it's fell fell into the goal. Ah, it's pretty horrendous keeping. If any keeper uh, team I supported, I'd be absolutely fuming. Yeah, definitely you would be. Um, and Kilmarnock went on a quite a decent spell, didn't they, for a lot of that first half after? They were the better the team the whole game. Yeah. It was a smashing grab job, a stripy jumper's job. <laughs> um, but like winning away at Kelly is not easy. They've got a good home record, so if you can get in and get out with three points... I'm I'm yeah. fine with that. Oh, absolutely. No, that's what that's what good managers do. <laughs> <laughs> um Kilmarnock went really close on the counter attack a few times and um Armstrong for Kilmarnock would take him at hearts in a heartbeat, by the way. Yeah. Always causes us issues. Always seems to have something going on. Yeah. I, I think Paddy. I might like Armstrong more than I liked Jordan Jones. Is that wow. possible? <laughs> I think this might be the new Jordan Jones. You know, I'm gonna spread some malicious rumors in January and see if we can get get him to the hearts again. First, first generation Jordan Jones was pretty good, though. He was really good. That was the the Steve Clark Kilmarnock Jordan. Yeah, Jones. unplayable on his day. Um, but yeah, he had chances where he was. It was almost like the game plan was for Cochran to give him space, like he was standing. He would stand in, he would stand five feet off Armstrong and he would still beat Cochran for pace. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, not... because we, we made a wee change at fullback, so we dealt with him no bother. Hmm. I think he had just got tired because it felt like he was the only player actually trying to attack for Kamarnock, like all game as well. Um and I, I don't know, I could talk you through a series of chances for Kamarnock, but why bother? What about the, the red card incident, or should I say the non-red card incident? The keeper could have took Oda's fucking leg off. <laughs> there was genuinely clear contact, clearly the last man. Studs to the thigh. Studs yeah. in the thigh. It was intent. Everything about it. Out of control. A, a, a textbook red card. And how how do these officials keep getting away with it? Well, let's it not does. be too fast, because they looked at the results, and they decided they only got three decisions wrong so actually <laughs> by their own evaluation they're doing really well <laughs> yeah audited by themselves right. uh, it's crazy can't uh, wait for the orange cards <laughs> for them to fuck up oh can you imagine can you imagine uh, um, and either that and it would have changed the game altogether if, if they had to sit sit back with just 10 men back up keeper on the pitch etc what can you do? Thankfully, we won anyway. Um, and yeah, I've just got annoyed again. Armstrong just continued to cause us hassle with more crosses and dribbles. 
Um, Steve, Steve Clark, he was the ankles. <laughs> Xander Clark did have to make one pretty decent save, the kind of point blank header from an indirect free kick. Um, <clears throat> later in the game, you had Denham, Shanklin, and Cochrane going close when the defender fucked it up at the back. Could, we should have scored there. I don't think we even got a shot away on goal. Never made a shot on target from it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was good to see Tagawa playing. Yeah, I thought he looked lively. He's, he is quick. I know that's obviously the thing that everyone always says about him, but yeah, it's all we've sort of seen from him. I think he's looks like he's sort of a wee bit intelligent about him, but I, I just want to see more of him. Mm-hmm. I think he can... Boyce is good, but I do think you can maybe rest him in a few games or give him less minutes. Aye, I was going to say, Simon, but with what turns into now three games in a week for yeah. us, I'm sure Tagala will start against either yeah. Rangers or Aberdeen. I'm assuming Aberdeen. Aye. Probably. You better parts to throw him in against Rangers. Yeah, is there any news on Boyce and how long he's out for? Ah, no. Or if he's out at all. <laughs> well, last I heard that, I did see something about him dancing in the showers. <laughs> so, <it> must be. <laughs> He'll be out for the rest of the. Uh, genuinely, I, I did. I was going to say, if Boyce misses December for us, that that is huge. Barry Anderson did have uh, uh, he's making progress in his recovery after a leg knock forced him off medical staff are keeping a close eye on him and Hearts will give him until the last minute before making a decision on whether he can face Rangers so uh, he's not playing end of the season he is not playing <laughs> that is a, a classic see you after the next international break job <laughs> right, that, that's like sort of managers when they think they get an advantage over like withholding whether a player is going to play or yeah. not like just fucking who cares I know I also, like Rangers are going to be dithering and praying that Liam Boyce doesn't line up for Hearts. Got <laughs> <laughs> to change all the shape, all the all the training and the build up because Boyce drops out and Tagalos come in. Oh shit! Aye. <laughs> um, very late on, the Kilmarnock goalie went up for a corner, which is always exciting. A be like a dog in a playground. Aye, it's like a wee football bingo. You're like, oh, the goalie's coming up. <laughs> it's nice. You have to let you have to say it out loud. Oh. Um, and the ball bounced around the box. Devlin managed to find a foul because he's a he's a professional, and that got Kilmarnock to fuck. Um, and yeah, half like I say, we almost went into half time um, one 0 up with no shots on target, but we did in the end. It was uh, oh no, sorry, it was none at half time. It was five shots and none on target at half time. We were one 0 up, <laughs> and Kilmarnock had nine, one shot on target. Um, we had more of the ball surprisingly in that first half. It didn't feel like it. We had fifty four percent at half time, which is mad. Um, and through the full time, in, sorry, in, in the second half we had six shots, one on target. That was it for the game. But again, we we were clearly sitting back as the game went on. We dropped down to having forty one percent possession in that second half as well. There you go, smash yeah. and grab. Pish that second half. Yeah, well, I was going to say here, obviously, but we've won a bunch of games in a row. Naismith's just won manager of the month. I can't remember the last time I went on social media after a win and seen so much negativity because, because so many people were fuming with the, the general performance. I think that's harsh. We did just win in a very difficult away day. 
with another clean sheet as well. I'm pretty sure we got one of the best defenses in the league. We do, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't feel like that. Because do you never think like Steve Clark maybe has one or two saves to make a game like difficult ones, which is could to be expected. But he, the defense never feels very secure. So I, I don't know, like what my eyes are seeing doesn't match what the stats are saying. But we're not conceding goals. We're winning games 1-0. We're winning games 2-1. So we're doing mm-hmm. enough. But it just doesn't feel very coherent. Yeah. And like we were talking at the beginning, this could be Nielsen or Naismith. If you just watched this game in isolation, you never knew anything about what players were playing and mm-hmm. who was managing. That could be either of them. There's almost no difference in the way they set up. And yeah. it makes me think that neither of them are actually really putting in any sort of plan. And they're just letting mm-hmm. the players sort of go out in a position and just letting what happens happen. Mm-hmm. No, I to- totally agree that the style of football absolutely reeks of the way Nielsen had us playing. I've been thinking maybe, I mean, what what do we expect as Hearts fans? But we had the Daniel Stendhal experience, and we saw cocaine football, and I, <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> but, but it wouldn't have kept us up. Well, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't keep us up. Um, I don't know. I just wonder, you know, what I don't know. What does the future look like look like for Hearts if we trundle into? Well, we might end up getting third place here by like ten points, and at the end of the season we go straight all season. I'm not expecting much to be fair, but you watch teams like St Mirren, Kilmarnock, even Hibs, and they have a plan. They have a way they're trying to play, an idea that they're trying to win games with. There's an identity to the way they play. When I watch Arch, it's just kind of like, well, the game just kind of happens to us and we hope our good players do enough to pull us through it. Yeah. Yeah, I do genuinely believe, I would would maybe go as far to say as, I would expect every manager in the league to be a a better quality manager than Stephen Naismith. Now that's because he's so inexperienced and he hasn't demonstrated He's not qualified yet, so... Well, he's not a qualified manager, exactly. Uh, like, do you give him time? Like, if you were to, if we were to get third going the next season, is Naismith suddenly going to change, you know, his philosophy? Are we suddenly going to see a, a massive difference with, you know, five players out and, and five players in in the summer and new ideas? Yeah, a lot of, like, the top-level managers, they've their philosophy's kind of been cultured by who they have been managed by. Yeah. So maybe that's not a good start. <laughs> Naismith, captain and then, and Hearts under under uh, Robin Nielsen. And then they maybe develop that further or change it with their experience as assistants and doing their badges and getting experience under other managers. And mm-hmm. that's when they sort of develop an identity. I didn't want a guy mm-hmm. developing this identity and his training and his ability whilst managing Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, surely, unless it's really good, and I'll completely pull this all back. <laughs> surely this isn't what he would have wanted either to be chucked into. Well, I'm sure he would have bit your hand off to become a, a manager in the Premier League. But for Naismith, he's suddenly shoehorned into a team here where he's having to just react, and he's almost probably in a mindset where he's having to play safe and not implement the attacking style he wants because he just wants us to get the results. But there needs to be a bit of um, there needs to be a bit of balance between it, doesn't there? Because we do need to see a bit more of a a fluid style of football than what we're the kind of direction we're going down here. 
the results are great and you can't kind of complain, but it's the performance side of things that we're all kind of worried about. And results change, but if you're consistent with your performance, you're going to get more positive results. Yeah. So league table <clears throat> after that, we now finally stand alone in third place on 23 points, a point ahead of St Mirren and two ahead of Hibs. And looking way down the table to Aberdeen, they're in 10th. We're 10 points clear of Aberdeen, which is huge in the long run. But we've chucked it from there before. <laughs> Last season <clears throat> to Aberdeen, to be precise. So hopefully history doesn't repeat itself. Interesting. And it's a, a huge week ahead. Season-defining back-to-back games here, potentially. Uh, Rangers on Wednesday. Uh, our record against them at Ten Castle. Basically, since they <clears throat> came back from the dead and got back to the Premiership, has been woeful. Uh, we last won against them at Ten Castle in 2020 with Stephen Naismith and Liam Boyce on the score sheet. Uh, and that day, our team featured Ewan Henderson and Connor Washington. Uh, since then, we've played Rangers at Ten Castle 11 times, lost nine of them, and drawn twice. Wow. But Rangers are. Rangers are in, inconsistent to say the least when we got fucking scudded off them at Hamden. But I do. So, how is. Feeling. Job. <laughs> I was speaking to Cameron Texham the other week there. I think I brought this up. But, and since that game we won, we've played them nine times in the league. We've got two points, scored four goals in those nine games, and conceded 24. Oof. How many of them are from Morelos? <laughs> like every single one. <laughs> so yeah, we have been shite against Rangers, and it's doesn't matter the team, doesn't matter the manager. We just seem to absolutely shite the bed every time. And it's mad because we our record against Celtic at Ten Castle is actually very good. Yeah, so we last beat Celtic in July twenty twenty one. That was the opening game of the season, that when we were like partially allowed in stadiums. Mm-hmm. Um, since then we've played them eight times we've got zero points scored seven though and only conceded 20 so we've actually scored more and conceded less but we've not picked up a single point since then hmm. crazy we might have played this was in October so unless we've played that, that I've done this research so unless we've played them since then well, I don't think we have have we? Mm-hmm. no idea <laughs> Um. Too many Rangers men at the club, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Tin hat on. Well, don't like what Andy Halliday says a lot of the time. Most of the dressing room supporting Rangers and that, like, do not want to hear about that. Yeah, it just it has to be a mental thing from our our part and their part. They must come to this game thinking it's hard. We put we pump them every single time. Let's not worry about it. Mm. And we must think, oh fuck, it's Rangers. We get pumped every single time. Yeah. Definitely. That's not going to help because it does seem to be really slow starts every time against Rangers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then before you know it, it's 3 0, and there's nothing we can do. It's not a this season. Yeah, yeah, not not too long ago. It just seems yeah. to be in every fucking promo campaign for Hearts Christmas, fucking <laughs> Halloween. That's because he's an influencer. Oh, Influenza. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, Rangers normally terrorised well, Alfredo Morelos normally terrorised in the family stand, big knee slides <laughs> in front of the six year olds 
uh, he's gone, lost a character. And Aberdeen at the weekend, we've won our last two against Aberdeen, um, both at Tynecastle, but up north at Petodre, we've lost our last seven straight games up there, which is, I could not believe that when I saw that earlier on. It's not very good. No, but Aberdeen again, they, they are shaky as fuck. Barry Robson, sugarly peg. <laughs> out of Europe and uh, their focus is like when we finally got pumped out of Europe your focus is turned back on the league and you just know it's the perfect game for them to to set the record straight yeah 100% we're coming off a midweek battering off Rangers we've had to travel up north it's minging outside mm-hmm. I hope so <laughs> <laughs> So I nice and cheery, but hey, Stephen Naismith, go and go and change history. Make make your own records or something. Something about a Porsche driving a Porsche really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, no camera in this week. Mommy, are, are you doing the buy or sells? Are you? I'll um. I will quite happily do the buy or sell this week. I will let you know that Cameron clearly completely forgot because he sent this message at five to eight. <laughs> uh, he didn't bother emailing me the up-to-date spreadsheets. I don't know how we done last week um, either. But we'll go through his, his picks um, for... This is to include both games um, as well. So the first one is... Will there be snow during the Rangers game? Oh. Right, get the weather up on it. I saw you checking the weather <laughs> and the glint of your eye for this whole podcast. Aren't we? I'll buy it. We sell. Can... I'll sell it. I am also going to sell it. It's going to be three degrees, apparently. Oh, oh this is long. The first long john game of the season. Perfect snowy weather. Uh, temperature, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a cold one, but nah, Edinburgh doesn't really get a lot of snow, so nah. Not for me either. So that sells across the board, but Cameron is buying it. Well done to him. Um, hearts to score first V's Rangers. Aye. Sell. Hell. Um, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Quite positive. I think we'll score in Rangers have got a fucking penalty. Um, Hearts mm-hmm. over 2.5 points this week. Bye. So we need to win at least one of these games. Rangers oh. or Aberdeen. I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> oh, no. Sell. Sell. Oh, I'm going to buy. Yeah, buy. Fucking right. Oh, I'll buy as well then. <laughs> yes, we're all buying that one. Well done. Uh, so we all sold a couple sales in the last one. All buys this one. And last one, a red card in either game. Sell. Just for the hearts player. Uh, it doesn't specify, so I'm going to say a red card for anyone. I'll buy it. it. Fuck it. I'll sell as well, Paddy. Okay, that's your buy-or-sell lines for this week, and I'm sure Cameron will be on next week to give you a two-week update. 
Pretty will be. Unless we get beat twice. <laughs> He'll probably have another fucking Christmas night out or something like that. Oh, probably. The man, yeah, prefer not to speak. <laughs> Join us next week as we look back uh, on this historic week of victory. <laughs> Again, Rangers in Aberdeen and ahead to can't remember who we're playing after that again. Celtic. Probably Celtic. Oh, Celtic away. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. The the good times just uh, just keep on rolling, don't they? Um if you want to play along with buy or sell, you can follow us on Twitter uh, X and Instagram uh, at hearts underscore podcast if you are not already. Um you're a wee cuck calling it X like. Yeah, I know. But, uh, <laughs> Big Elon fan. <laughs> Had to change at some point, eh? R.I.P. Wee Bluebird. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know, um, Long John's and try to still support Hearts <laughs> by the end of the, the weekend. It's going to be a rough month. Strap in. Don't go too hard on Jambles kickback. Maybe give it a couple of hours before posting any anything that you're feeling. Aye, now's the time to spend time with your family. Like, Just forget about Hearts. Forget about everything. It's no good for you. Aye. At the same time, you do have to to back our boys on Wednesday. (laughs) My God, they're going to need it. (laughs) Oh, dear. Thank you and good night.